welcome to the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marco, along with my lovely co-host, Jessica. How's it going, Jessica? Going great. How are you, Marco? Oh, fabulous. <laughs> I would ask you what we're having to drink tonight, but this week we decided to have a little fun with our Instagram viewers, and we asked them what we should drink tonight. Well, kind of. We tried that the week before, and we left it open-ended, and suggestions like, here, have an electric scooter to drink, or <laughs> a Bulgarian athlete. Yes, very tasty. All right, so this week we asked Instagram if you should drink craft beer versus Pink Whitney, and 25% of participants said you should drink beer, and 75% of participants said you should drink Pink Whitney. And so, what are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking Pink Whitney. What is Pink Whitney? Pink Whitney is uh, pink lemonade with vodka. It's a popular drink with another podcast, Spit and Chicklets, which is under the whole Barstool Sports umbrella. And they were sponsored by New Amsterdam Vodka, who is marketing and it's out very popular in the hockey crowds. In fact, our loser's bracket game, consolation game, to keep the players motivated, the captains are like, well, we, maybe... The, lose, the captains will bring cases of beer or bottles of whiskey, and the winning team takes it just to motivate the guys to show up. I'm like, wow, let's make this fun. Let's do it with Pink Whitney. And it became the Pink Whitney Cup for those last place teams. The, the battle to avoid the cellar, the best of the worst, <laughs> is the Pink Whitney. Uh, the pink the poll actually for a while was 100% Pink Whitney until a few non-hockey player people got on there and started voting. It's hysterical. And pushed up the uh, the beer quota. Nice. But uh, I'm having Pink Whitney, and I threw in a little uh, club soda just to bubble it up. Nice. Yeah. Snazzy. Manly. <laughs> I'm not afraid to drink the pink drink. That's good. And Jessica, for you, your Instagram poll was a choice between tiki drinks. I think it actually said tiki cocktails on there. Fantastic. Or just straight up whiskey. Results came out to 38% whiskey, 62% tiki. So, Jessica, what are you drinking? I'm having a painkiller. Are you now? I am, and it's doing a really good job. What is a painkiller? It is a mixed drink, and it's made up of dark rum and orange juice and pineapple juice and coconut milk. And you stick it in a shaker, and you shake it all up with some ice, and then you drink it. And it makes everything bad go away. After you straighten into a glass, I see you've got an umbrella over there. So you went all out with the tiki theme. You have to have an umbrella if you're having. You a have tiki it in theme. a tiki cup. It's like a little tiki dude on yeah, your cup. It matches your tattoo on your leg. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, cheers. Cheers. All righty. Well, before we dive into our main topic for the night, let's recap the Red Arrow Challenge. Woo. Website issues are fixed. People can sign up again, get everything's back to the way it was designed and beta tested. Yay! Yeah. Gotta love, it's the whole Murphy's Law of podcasting a website and athletic competitions that as soon as we went in and we're at the tail end of week one and people are turning in their first set of results, everyone gets locked out of the site, including us. Yeah, it was a magical time. Yes. Took a few weeks with tech support, but we got it fixed. During that time, I was able to get the local members in and other people who contacted me in manually through the back end of the site. 
But now that it's fixed, we've also picked up a few more people. So now we're up to 104 members, and I just got contacted yesterday about some other people who want to join. Awesome. So it's building up fast. I'm really excited, partly because I'm a data nerd and partly because I like to compete with people. Me too. Hopefully it will continue to grow, but for now, week three is done. Week four is in progress. Uh, let's go over the week three champs. Okay, so for swimming. Not a lot of swimming going on. Everyone's sheltering in place around the world. Uh, public pools are closed. Most other private club pools and health center pools are closed. And in the northern hemisphere, for most of us, it's still too cold to open your outdoor pool. But there's clearly some swimming going on. 20 to 29, Gator Boy was the champ again. And 40 to 49, a new member, El Tiburon 95, took the lead. Awesome. Running. As posted all over the internet, running is not canceled. And clearly not for this group. <laughs> Nine and under, Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19, Ronin Runs. 20 to 29, Super Mario. 30 to 39, Helmut 85. 40 to 49, Try Try Again. And 50 to 59, Jmar. Walking. Nine and under, Morgan 33. 10 to 19, Jojo. 20 to 29, Smytha. 30 to 39, Mrs. Coach. 40 to 49, Vino Mia. 50 to 59, Bill. 60 to 69, Kilogram Mill or Kilogram Ill or I don't know. How do you say that? How do you think? It's hard when it's all lowercase and... Kilogrammel. Kilo, uh, kilogrammel. Sure, we'll go with that. 70 to 79, No No Don. Biking on the road. Nine and under, Vivian. 10 to 19, Allie. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, Cyclopath. 40 to 49, Coach T. 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. 60 to 69, Kilogram Ill. Um, we're going with Kilogram Ill. <laughs> It's totally Ill. gangster. It's like very it. gangster. <laughs> Nothing says gangster like 60 to 69. 70 to 79, No No Don. Biking off-road. 10 to 19, Baby Sensei. 20 to 29 was a tie between Smytha and Super Mario. Ooh, a tie. No 30 to 39-year-olds. 40 to 49, Cyclone. And 50 to 59, Mrs. Golden. Sit down paddling. Nine and under, Morgan 33. Then nothing all the way down to 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. Stand up paddling. 10 to 19, Baby Sensei. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 40 to 49, Peatster. 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. Cross country skiing. We finally have cross country skiing. I don't know if it's because it's cold where they are or because they have a Nordic track or some sort of Nordic skiing machine, but hey, we'll take it. Awesome. 40 to 49, El Tiburon 95 and 50 to 59, Big Juan 64. Skating. 10 to 19, JoJo. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. Hockey. No hockey. Tragic. I miss hockey. I know. Points. Nine and under. Vivian took the lead this week, and it was very close, but she edged it out. 10 to 19. JoJo, all the top four in that age division, neck and neck for this week. Love the competition. 20 to 29. Gator Boy. 30 to 39. Helmut 85. 40 to 49. Coach T. 50 to 59. A.R. Miller. 
60 to 69, kilogram ill, and 70 to 79, no, no, Don, no 80 to 89 year olds competing, and no 90 and ups competing. And then there were the feature members. Jess, I hate to break it to you, but I beat you in everything we did. I'm very upset about this. I ran, I walked, I biked, I did not skate this week. And I had a big week of biking. As for you? I ran, I walked, and I did on-road biking. But you ran. That was impressive. You hate running. I do hate running. But I did it. I probably won't do it again for a while. A little sore? A little bit. Uh, How's your week four going? It's going well. I've done a lot of walking and a lot of biking this week. I've been pretty happy with it. How is your week four going? Yeah, it's not going to keep up with where it was last week. Uh, A lot of work on the computer, a lot of work in the office. But I've got some walking, some running, and some biking in, and... I was hoping to get out on the kayak, but we got a cold front coming through. Yep. An Arctic blast. Yay. Just in time for May. Right? I'm going to be very upset if it winds up snowing tomorrow. You know, before the track season got canceled, I was supposed to be in Goebbels tomorrow for a track meet. And you know what? Goebbels and weather, it's crazy there. It can be hot, can be cold, can be windy, can be sunny. All the same track meet. Mm-hmm. crazy weather patterns uh and then the frogs and the toads show up yep it's like biblical plagues going on at that place All you're missing it are the locusts well run track meet they can't control the weather and boy does it make up for the, their their meat is well organized it's well run completely under control so mother nature makes up for their control over the track meet by making it go completely bonkers in terms of weather well, at least it keeps everybody on their toes. It'd be hugely boring otherwise. You know, of all the years I've been there, I've seen plenty of kids wipe out on the hurdles. Never in the rain, always in bright sunshine <laughs> and the warm temperatures. Aww. That's when kids bite it. Makes no sense. Any other track meet anywhere else, if we did hurdles in the rain, kids would be wiping out and getting hurt. Goebbels, I've never seen a kid wipe out in the rain. Like I said, that place is bizarre. It defies logic. But again, kudos to those who run that track meet. And the same thing's true in the fall for cross country. When they run their cross country meet, weather is just nuts. It's amazing. We've been up there where it's snowing and then we go home and we have to go put shorts on because it's warm down south by us a whole hour away. Maybe it's like the Bermuda Triangle where just really weird, creepy things happen there and there's no explanation for it. It's the Michigan Triangle. Yes. Of Goebbels. Yeah, with frogs. Goebbels, Michigan. Gotta love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, but back to the Red Arrow Challenge. Week four is wrapping up very soon. Can't wait to see when the results start coming in. for this week's main feature came out of uh, looking at the data from our our podcast looking at the downloads and at the time we came up with the topic uh, the number one downloaded episode was what's for dinner the episode they really got into what does marco eat was the unofficial title and that came out of a lot of friends either saying it directly to me or going to my wife and saying what does your husband eat? How did he lose all the weight? (laughs) Diet and exercise. But there's so much interest in that. And what diet and exercise are you doing? We decided, you know what? Let's do a snapshot. Let's do 
a week in the life. We didn't change anything. And the plan was like, let's just pick a random week and do it. Mm -hmm. Had we planned it out and staged it to make it look good, it sure wouldn't have been this past week. No. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't a, it was actually, this might be one of our worst weeks, but it is what it is. And that's really what we wanted. We wanted a true to life week in the life of life with four kids and trying to maintain a schedule and a life and everything and diet and exercise. And how does that work? And the weather gets screwy too. So (laughs) yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not pretty, but this is the the last seven days from the time we recorded our last podcast until tonight, mm-hmm. day one through day seven. So we're going to run through this of noteworthy things. What did we eat, both of us, and what did we do for exercise? And this will hopefully give in a snapshot and a glimpse of what are we doing to better ourselves, change our lives, challenge ourselves, and just live that better life. Day one. Marco, what did you do? Day one, uh, nothing noteworthy going on on day one. Uh, I got to fight with tech support a bunch. Uh, so time on the phone, time on email, time trying to fix things. But yeah, nothing out of the ordinary than just work. Breakfast was a blueberry mug muffin. Uh, recipe for that is up on our website in the members section. Awesome. Lunch was a lettuce, a lettuce wrap by me. So by me is really based on the bread. So it's like a breadless bami. Really was just cleaning up leftovers. I had some Swiss cheese or shredded chicken from I think a taco night. Uh, We had some beef bologna that the kids had around for lunches. Uh, Some random veggies floating around the fridge. Put that all in a lettuce wrap. Called it good. Dinner, you made uh, your awesome roasted chicken thighs with Italian herbs on it. On the side, we had mozzarella slices and tomato slices with olive oil drizzle on it, a little caprese-style salad, along with some baby bella mushrooms that we roasted in a pan. And then to work out, I did a fast-paced walk with weights in my arms for 2.6 miles. And then you and I also went for a bike ride in the wind, with most of it with the wind blowing at us because the figures... We go out and you think we turn at the halfway point and they're like, well, now it'll be at our back. Nope, the wind shifts and now it's in our face again. <laughs> so almost the whole way the wind was in our faces for uh, just under 16 miles. And then if that wasn't em- enough, uh, you and I did a uh, 4.3 mile run. But so some of that overlaps. But for you, Jess, how was your day one? Let's see. Uh, noteworthy stuff. I finished up e-schooling for the week. Fridays are nice because the teachers don't give new assignments, but it's our day to catch up and to make up any work that we might have accidentally skipped or that we might have just saved for the end of the week. On Fridays, our kids also have regularly scheduled video conferences with some of their teachers, so they get to do that as well. It's pretty fun. But I get to play tech support, and that's really, really fun when the kids scream, Mommy, my computer broke! I don't know what happened! You have to come and fix it! And then I appear like, I don't really, that's great. Sure, I'll try and mash some buttons and plug things in and hopefully that fixes it. What do they say? This is the new normal? Yeah, new normal. Mom new normal, fixes everything. mom is tech support. Yep, IT, that's me. All right, so for breakfast, I didn't have any breakfast. I almost never eat breakfast. I'm not very hungry in the morning. Usually I just have a cup of coffee and I call it good until lunch. With Mother's Day coming up and you've got a birthday coming up, the kids have been asking me, 
we want to make mommy breakfast in bed. And I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't make mommy breakfast in bed. So I'm just envisioning mommy's breakfast literally in the bed as they spill it. Yeah. Like, they're like, well, okay, well, we want to make mommy breakfast. I'm like, mommy doesn't really eat breakfast. What are you guys going to do? Make her coffee? Aww. Why don't we focus on making mommy lunch? Yes, that would be great. Speaking of lunch. For lunch, I had chicken salad using our leftover chicken. And then just I threw in some mayonnaise and some red red onion and some pickles. You have to put pickles in your chicken salad. Otherwise, it's not quite right. What kind of pickles did you put in? Because we have like four different varieties of pickles in the fridge. I like the famous Dave's pickles. I think they have a little bit of zip to them. And I like the kick it gives my chicken salad. And for dinner, like Marco said, we had roasted chicken thighs. And to make that, you basically take some olive oil and you put it in a bowl. And then you put in any kind of Italian seasoning you like. And a little bit of paprika. And you mix it together. And then you rub your chicken thighs with it. And you let them sit for about 15 minutes so it can sort of soak in just a little bit. Chicken thighs, bone in, no bone, skin on, no skin. Oh, no skin, bone out. Boneless, skinless. Got it. Yep. And I like to cook mine in an oven, so I'll put them in a roasting pan and pop them in the oven. And they cook for, I don't know, like 20 minutes or something. What temperature? Uh, 450 degrees. So They always turn out to great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. For snacks... I had a Mai Tai, which nice. I love. <laughs> Keeps with the tiki theme. It does. I'm a big fan of tiki drinks. And working out, like Marco also said, we had that just under 16-mile bike ride. And, oh, on that bike ride, yes. we, we rode out to a dairy farm that I had previously visited with my daughter's Girl Scout troop. And I noticed that they had a sign in their gravel driveway. And I thought, ooh, I'm going to take a picture with the sign and then I'll send it to my co-leader and she'll love it. It'll be great. So I tried to get closer to the sign, but then this bird appeared and it like completely went off. It started shaking all of its feathers at me and it had a really high pitched screech and it was doing some sort of weird little dance around my feet. And I was like, oh my goodness, this bird is going to completely bite my butt off and we should probably leave. But I just have visions of Murphy Lee and Nellie right now with Shake Your Tail Feather. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. That's what that bird that's was doing. That's a crazy old reference at this point. <laughs> um, I did get my picture though and I left the bird. Turns out the bird is a kill deer and it actually had a clutch of eggs right behind it, which I completely missed because they blended in so well with the gravel didn't see him that, and I was very distracted by the bird's um, dance <coughs> that it was doing to keep me away from her eggs. That it was shaking its tail feathers. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had our 4.3-mile run after our bike ride. And that was it for day number one for me. And actually, the run was what did you in and warranted the Mai Tai. Yeah, basically. Everything hurt after that. I was done. One of the best... T-shirts. All of my teams, every season, they design a shirt by committee. And one of the best ones ever for cross country was the year that the team shirt said, everything hurts and I'm dying. Most accurate running shirt ever. Yep. Cool. Well, that was day one. Day two. Jess, tell us about day two. Noteworthy stuff. I did a whole lot of yard work with our kids. My daughter, kid number one, and I actually yanked two giant bushes out of the ground with our bare hands. 
we tried to dig up the third one, but there's actually a power line that runs right under it, and I decided it would not be safe to do that. So we just sort of trimmed it down as far as we could and called it good with the two that we yanked out. I hurt so much after doing this. My fingertips hurt from all of the digging and the pulling and the using the nippers on everything to get the bush out. So it's pretty sore, and I actually didn't do a workout for day number two because yard work took like five hours. Well, you didn't do a formal workout. It sounds like it was quite the workout. Yeah, my arms were really, really sore after this. So I decided yard work was more than enough. Workout done. But as far as food goes, breakfast, no breakfast, just coffee. Lunch, I actually skipped lunch because I wanted to stay outside and keep working. There was a rainstorm coming in and I was worried that we were all going to get drenched. And I really wanted to have this yard project finished before that happened. And for dinner, we had hamburgers. We did ground beef burger and on, I don't eat buns. So instead of using it, having the hamburger on a bun, we had it on a bed of baby spinach and a little red onion and a slice of mozzarella cheese. And we topped it with an egg and it was so yummy. It was great. That wraps up my day two. How was yours, Marco? Mine was more fun than yours uh, because it was a beautiful day. It was over 70 degrees. It was sunny. We really haven't seen much weather like that since December. Yeah, that was weird. That was a weird. It's <laughs> Michigan. But I decided to enjoy it. I was just not dying to go attack the, uh, the yard and the bushes because that was my plan for what was day three in this cycle. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go work out today. Breakfast was a protein bar. Lunch was leftover chicken salad, which was, again, mainly cleaning out leftovers in the fridge. It was uh, chicken thighs chopped up, threw it in a bowl, along with some gorgonzola crumbles, red onion, a little bit of mayo, mix that all together. And then I also had some chips and guac, but it, instead of tortilla chips, use these uh, folio cheese wrap things. You throw them in the microwave for about a minute and a half, crisps up like a giant tortilla chip, break off pieces, scoop it through the guacamole. Boom, lunch is done. Dinner, like you said, with the burgers. Uh, I made the burgers for the family. The kids had them. It was just normal burgers for the kids. They had buns. They had, um, most of them, it was either ketchup or mustard or pickles, and that was about it, if not just plain on a bun, because they're kids and they're boring. <laughs> My burger, uh, like yours, was on a bed of uh, baby spinach. Uh, I threw a red onion on top, a slice of mozzarella. I actually topped mine with two eggs, because... I love a runny egg over the top of my burger. And then also for snacks for the day, uh, I had a beer. It was a local golden ale. I actually got, had that right after my workout, which was a 28 and a quarter mile bike ride through wine country, up and down the hills all over, past breweries and wineries and one distillery. None of which were open except for like carry out. I couldn't do a lot of carrying on my bike. We need baskets on our bikes. Right. That's just what my bike needs is a big basket on front with like flowers on it. It would look good on my bike. It would look cute on your bike. Day three. What did you do, Marco? Well, I was supposed to be doing yard work all day, but uh, family showed up to visit. And instead of sheltering her in place and keeping distance, we kept the social distance for the most part. Uh, the, the little kid number four wanted to run and hug people. But the rest of us were managed to keep about six feet apart. But they were visiting, that cut into yard work, and then we had extended family member going, no, don't mow your lawn, I'll be over with my giant rider and I'll knock that out. And it's like, well, okay, well, all this visiting and 
plus you're telling me you're doing what I already planned for today, kind of threw off the day. So I went and found some other things to work on. Uh, but that's about the only noteworthy thing going on was that had plans, they changed, a lot of standing around and talking versus being active. Breakfast was a protein bar again. Lunch, I found uh, two leftover uh, baby back ribs that we had done earlier in the week in the fridge. I'm like, well, the, uh, these aren't going to waste. So I had those two ribs, those, not like two racks of ribs, two ribs. <laughs> it's fun having kids around. And then I made a little tossed salad to go with it. Uh, baby spinach, red onion, gorgonzola, and a little dressing on top. For dinner, it was pizza night. The kids love pizza. Kind of hard to do when you're going the full low-carb lifestyle. But I used the, the Parmesan cheese wraps, the folios. I, they're not sponsoring us. I just really find them versatile, and I, and I can do a lot with them. Threw it in the microwave for about a minute and a half to crisp it up. Then when it came out, put it on a piece of parchment paper and put together my pizza. Marinara sauce, Italian sausage, mini uh, bella mushrooms, red onion, some mozzarella cheese. Threw it in the oven until everything got melted and crispy and a little golden brown on top. Boom. Pizza's done. For snacks, partway through the day, I had nachos inspired by our trip to the ballpark a while back. We had some chicharrones. Threw in a little bit of mini bellas we had left over from the night before. Some red onion, some mozzarella cheese. Put it in the microwave. Melted it. Quick and easy nachos. Also had an Irish coffee. After my workout for the day, I knew I had more things to get done on my computer. I was dragging. I wanted to go take a nap, but I didn't have time for that. <laughs> on top of that, I was a little sore from the workout. So uh, let's mix a little of this, a little of that, and end up with some coffee, end up some Irish whiskey, a little cream to balance it out. Boom, Irish coffee. And then the workout for the day was a 5.6-mile run with uh, arm weights on because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> But Jess, how was your day three? Day three was fun. Um, so for noteworthy stuff, we have a bird in our yard. And kid number four has named her Stevie Beef. She's a robin. And Stevie Beef has decided to make a nest right in our front window. And it's in the middle of this. Well, in the bush in front of our front right, window. Right, it's in the middle of the bush. It's a giant rhododendron bush, and it's beautiful. And she put her nest up against the glass window. So we have like front row seats. We have front row seats to watch her build it, to watch her build this nest and fill it up with eggs. And we discovered on day number three that she is actually having quadruplets. We found four eggs in there and we're super excited about it. And the name Stevie Beef? Stevie Beef is from kid number four. She came up with it all by herself. She originally tried and named some baby doll Stevie Beef and then kid number one, which we all thought was wildly hysterical. And we encouraged it as much as we possible, possibly could. But kid number one showed up and said, no, that's not, you can't call her Stevie Beef. Her name is supposed to be Strawberry. So she changed the doll's name back to Strawberry. But then she noticed the bird and she said, oh. That's Stevie Beef. And we all said, yes, Stevie Beef. We like it. It's refreshing after kid number three, who was very, very literal. You have a little baby sheep as a a stuffed animal. What's the sheep's name? Bah. You have a little teddy bear. What's the teddy bear's name? Brown bear. Yeah. You have a, a little brown stuffed animal cat. What's the cat's name? Brownie. Dude. That kid better be an engineer or something because he's so. 
there is nothing else for him. He's going to be an engineer. Between the literal personality and then the just the absolute love of Legos, kid plays with them nonstop. He loves projects. He loves working on things. He's always looking on something to fix. But he's definitely not in the marketing department. No. He's definitely not in the style department. All right. So for my meals this week, breakfast, nope, just coffee. Lunch was actually a pickle and tuna salad mini sandwiches that I made. Um, so what I did... Please describe that. Yeah. So what I did was I just took a can of um, solid albacore tuna fish and I mixed it up with some mayo, and I threw in a little red onion and salt and pepper. And then, since I think you also need to have pickles in your tuna salad, I decided to just take slices out of the famous Dave's jar, and I turned them into my sandwich bread for the tuna for the tuna fish. And it was actually really, really good. I made like 10 little sandwiches. They were great. Did you have a tea party, too? No. I thought about it, but no, I just wanted to really eat them. I ate them very quickly. And then I was happy. And for dinner, like you said, we had homemade pizza. Uh, unlike you, I totally went for the bread. Kid number one made the dough, and it is fantastic. We've made it, we've made it a gazillion times, and it always turns out well. Uh, I put Italian sausage on mine and some slices of fresh mozzarella and a little sprig of basil and marinara sauce on it, and it was just absolutely perfect. For a snack, I had a painkiller, which is actually what I'm drinking tonight. And it's just pineapple juice, orange juice, dark rum, light rum, and coconut milk with a little pineapple garnish and the umbrella because the umbrella is mandatory. Did uh, you use light rum tonight? I didn't. I just stuck with dark rum tonight. All right. And then for a workout, I said nope to that. And that was the end of my day. Yeah, fair enough. That brings us to day four. Oh, Jessica, how would you like to describe day four? Day number four was the shittiest day I have had in years. Just everything that could have gone wrong absolutely went wrong. Months of work, very, very hard work, just imploded, and it basically shit all over everything. It was, it was bad. It was a very bad day. And on top of it, we had e-schooling, too. We had Eat Schooling 2, and that day, none of the teachers took it easy on the kids. They had all sorts of things they had to get done. All the things! All the things! Plus all of the shit. Yay! All right, so for breakfast, I didn't have breakfast. I had coffee. For lunch, I had two leftover chicken thighs from the other night's dinner, and I made a little toss salad to go with it. I had... Spinach and cherry tomatoes and cucumbers with a little bit of Caesar salad dressing on it. It was absolutely perfect to hit the spot. For dinner, we had chicken adobo. And to make that, we used chicken thighs and we cooked it in coconut milk and apple cider vinegar. And we had it with roasted and toasted aromatics. And we served it over cauliflower rice. Yeah, and that took like two and a half to three hours to make it. Like reduced and reduced and reduced and reduced. But it was worth it. It was so good. All of the kids ate it, which is amazing. Yes. And there's so much liquid in there. I'm like, wow, this is going to be like a curry. It's going to be saucy, almost like a stew. Nope. Just that flavor stayed, and it reduced so much that it was just like a lacquer on top of those uh, chicken thighs. That was wonderful. It was the bright part of the day. It was. 
Um, and as well as the other bright part, the other bright part was my snacks for the day, where I had a bottle of wine. What wine did you have? Hmm. Don't say alls. Alls the wines. <laughs> no, I'm just not sure how to pronounce it. Frontenac Grieg from Lee's Garden Winery in Escanaba, Michigan. It's wonderful. And it's sort of like a grown-up activity pack because it has a coloring page on the bottle. Right on the label. Right on the label. It's so pretty. It's a flower. It's nice. It's relaxation. It looks like one of those adult coloring books. Yep. Not, no, that comes out wrong. <laughs> Not that kind of adult coloring book. It can, uh, the ones for adults for calming influences right. with just lots of little small areas to color in right there on the bottle. Color on it while you're drinking. Yeah, it's perfect. Try perfect to stay way. inside the lines. Yeah, that didn't go so well. All right, and for workout, uh, because it was such a crappy day, I really wanted to get out on my bike to sort of pound out some energy on the pedals and on my legs. So I did a 15 mile bike ride through the cold and the wind, but I met my goal of hitting the 10 mile mark in under an hour. I beat it by six minutes and I was totally proud of myself. And that's even more impressive with your uh, seven speed beach cruiser bike. It's not like you have a racing bike or anything. No, no racing bike. But after that, you earned your, your wine. I definitely I did. don't know if you earned a full bottle of wine. No, but, I earned the whole bottle. Well, the sucky day earned the bottle. I earned the bottle. Okay. You enjoyed the bottle. <laughs> I did. How was day four for you, Marco? Well, let's just say sucktastic. Uh, because what went wrong for you professionally, personally, everything. Look, I'm married to you. I'm in it. I'm invested too. But when personal life and family try to intervene in our work, and we're kind of get to this point in our careers where I'm in my 40s, you're not too far off, we can hold our own. We don't need extended family members interjecting who know everything. It's like, seriously, we have cards to play. We have this planned out. We are got graduate degrees. We know what we're doing. We can handle this. Nope, we're going to jump in and just sink the ship, scuttle all efforts, like the months of work down the drain and leaving us a mess to clean up, uh, not even apologizing either. Uh, it's just infuriating. And then to watch just, you know, your wife go through all that to the point where I'm glad you went for your bike ride to just in a positive way burn off some of that frustration and energy. Aside from that, uh, even on my end for work, totally separate, actually separate from your what happened with you, just nothing was going. Like every email that came in was like, "Are you kidding me?" Nothing, <laughs> nothing, no positive news came in that day. Oh my god, just nothing, nothing went right. Nope. But the food was good. Breakfast, I had a blueberry mug muffin. Uh, recipes on our website. Lunch, I made an omelet out of a lot of the leftovers, the leftover Italian sausage from the pizza, red onion. We were hearing a lot of red onion because we diced up a red, big red onion and mm-hmm. had a lot of it. Uh, threw in some mozzarella cheese and, of course, some egg. Dinner was the chicken adobo, which uh, I worked on for a while, and that's uh, you know, really me burning off some frustration, too. And also keeping an eye on the kids and helping them finish the last of their stuff while you were out riding your bike. Because you just couldn't take it anymore. And you were not going to be tech support at that point. No. Not to mention, as they finish up their schoolwork, they have other things to do. Kid number one has goalie exercises she's got to work on. 
they were all taking turns going on the treadmill because it was cold and windy and they didn't want to go outside to exercise or do anything or ride their bikes or run or play on the playset. So I'm like, you guys got to burn off some energy. You're bouncing off the walls. Go, you know, go turn something on TV and go run or walk on the treadmill for a while. Oh, and kid number one had banned the practice too, which he's always procrastinating on. So had her go do that. But with the chicken adobo, the over cauliflower rice, that was at least the easiest part because it's uh, in a steamer bag. Throw it in the <laughs> microwave and like, boom. Four and a half minutes. Yeah. Done. I did get a workout in. It was nothing spectacular. It was a 5K walk, a fast-paced walk with weights. Uh, not, a, not a stellar addition to my week. And then day five. Did it go any better for you? A little bit. It was making headway with technical issues, both for Red Arrow Health and Wellness, but along with some other things I'm working on, other projects. So things actually started going right on day five versus day four, which it was just crap. (laughs) Day five was looking brighter. Uh, I was also playing a lot of catch up from day four because uh, with everything going wrong, of course, you start setting things aside and going, okay, let's start putting out fires. Probably the only thing on day five that didn't go well was kit three came down right when I was going to head off to the treadmill. You had a workout plan too, complaining of just in pain. First said it was his hip, then it was his ribs and it was side, but just uncontrollably in pain, but no fever. So we're running through trying to triage and diagnose what was going on with him and that kind of torpedoed workouts for the night. So that didn't happen. But um, long story short, little guy's okay. But aside from that, it went fine. Breakfast was just a boring protein bar. Uh, lunch was a chocolate protein shake uh, with you know plans of working out right after that. Didn't happen. Dinner, uh, faux carnitos tacos. And for those, I took pork shoulder, cut it into cubes, throw it in the uh, Instapot, the pressure cooker. When it was done, it was ready to be shredded. Shredded that up. Threw it in a cast iron skillet to get those crispy pieces because good carnitas. It uh, has that crispy pork, and this is faux carnitas. And then served them as tacos. The kids had them on tortillas. Uh, for me, I had it in romaine leaves. Then threw them on top. Some bell pepper, jalapeno slices, guacamole, sour cream, sharp cheddar. So it can't be a horrible day when you have tacos. Even if you tacos don't, make everything better. Even if you don't have the tortilla because you're going low carb, it's still a taco. And yes, tacos make things better. How about you, Jess? We had e-schooling. Yay! Which was not bad. It was way easier than the day before, and I was very thankful for that. Uh, we played catch-up from day four, getting some of our leftover stuff done. Like you said, kid number three wound up in the living room with us in the evening, just absolutely writhing around on the floor, screaming and crying that he was in pain. That was really surprising because kid number three is pretty stoic. He almost never complains. He actually looks at he actually looks at asking for help as if it's some sort of like shameful thing. Like he thinks he should never have to ask for help, let alone let us know that he's in pain. Well, we're working on that, but he's a tough he's little very dude. Tough. So to see him acting like this was very, very surprising and very unsettling. So I, because of that, I just scratched my workout. I was like, nope, not gonna happen. I have to take care of this kid. 
On a positive, I managed to fit into a workout shirt I got from a triathlon that I that has previously never fit before. So yay me! I was really yay excited you. about that. Kudos. Yay. Alright, so for breakfast, no breakfast again, just coffee. Lunch, I had two leftover chicken adobo thighs and a handful of cherry tomatoes. And then I yelled at myself for not taking a picture because I had been taking pictures of almost all of my meals. It's going to make for a good uh, Instagram post at some point. Yeah. And for dinner, like you said, we had the faux carnitas tacos. And I also had romaine instead of tortilla. And I had some shredded pork shoulder in there, prepared in the Instapot. And then I I put guacamole and shredded sharp... I put guacamole and shredded sharp cheddar on mine. And I also had a couple of taquitos because... You made taquitos for the kids to go on the sides, and I cannot resist them. I love them. You know, anytime I do shredded pork tacos... They're so good. Well, yes, I think so. You think so. But with four kids, could be all four. Love them and eat them all up. Could be only one, and we got three sitting there starving, refusing to eat them. So I made a little bit of a backup dish. Mm -hmm. And they were taquitos, and I said, ooh... Don't mind if I do. Sorry about that. It's okay. And then for a snack, I had a Kentucky Mule. (laughs) What is a Kentucky Mule, Jessica? It's basically the same as a Moscow Mule, but with bourbon instead of vodka. So that would make it... Bourbon, lemon juice, we were out of limes, and sugar-free ginger beer. And then, like I said, workout, nope, because, Jesus, this week sucks. And with that, day six... So noteworthy stuff for me. We had e-school. Yay! I actually do, really do like the e-school. I, our teachers are doing a fantastic job with getting the things online and making sure we have everything we need to get the assignments done. And the kids are really enjoying it. And that's I liked it last year when they introduced it with the snow days because they're worried yeah. about having to make up um, school after the end of the normal school year. So they started doing e-schooling. And brilliant. Should have done it when we were kids. Yep. This winter, it really wasn't an issue because we didn't have much snow. Oh my gosh, do you remember when we were all complaining about not having any snow days this year? Yeah. <laughs> that was dumb. Oh, <laughs> parent karma. Right? Aw. Okay, so e-schooling went well on day number six. Everything was fine. The kids had fun assignments. They were happy to do the stuff. Everything got done that was supposed to get done. Kid one took her laptop and was laying on the front steps outside, right on the right where they drop all the Amazon packages and everything, in the sun with her laptop just laying there. She was taking pictures of flowers for her class. She was also just sitting there and typing her homework too. Yeah. She just wanted to soak in some sun while she was working. And you know that's something. If she was in the classroom, she would have been daydreaming out the window, going, "I just want to," you know feel the sun, and listen to the birds. And so she got to do that, but she did her work. Mm-hmm. And then the kids also made a mess. I'm sorry. I mean, they also made dinner. The adults did not eat it. <laughs> so, And it's not because it was gross. It wasn't. It's because we have... Well, give the, give the backstory on right. why the kids were making dinner. They are making... They made dinner because at least one of them, if not multiple of them, have complained or nitpicked or something to the meals that we have made over the past, what, how long have we been doing this? Two and a half months? Seven weeks or something. I mean, Um, normal kid behavior, but we're all trapped in the house together. Right, there is no escape. 
and we've just had it. That's enough, okay? If you think it's so easy, you make dinner. So we had previously subscribed to a, a meal... Uh, crate, crate box. Yeah, crate box. Yeah. For them, and I saved all of the recipe cards from it. And I sorted them out into mains, sides, and desserts. And I went in order of which kid woke up earliest, and kid number three woke up earliest, and he picked dessert. So he opted to make hot chocolate cupcakes. Kid number two woke up next, and he decided he would make the main course for dinner, which was gnocchi. And then kid number three got the sides, and she picked Pasha. <laughs> um, yes. And kid four. Kid four. <laughs> kid four wanted to help. She did. Right. So she got to make cucumber water, and she loved it. It was so cute. We have these great little knives. They're plastic. They're blunt with kind of a scalped edge. But if you put on enough force and you saw long enough, back and forth. It'll cut. It'll cut. And they were like some huge chunks of cucumber that went into the pitcher. And it was the finest water you could source from the door of the fridge. Yeah. Uh, the only water you could source from the door of the fridge. And she stood on a stool and I helped her and held the pitcher. And she filled it up. And she was so proud of herself. And we put it in the fridge. Let it chill for a while until dinner. And then, boom, dinner for all of them. Uh, they loved it. It was carb heavy. Right, which is why we did not eat it. Right. But only compliments around the table for each of the shelves. It was so cute. They were all complimenting each other on mm -hmm. how great it was. And it did smell good. It looked like it turned out great. I tasted the focaccia. I had a little nibble. I, was, I actually nibbled some of that, too. It was I, pretty good. I had the cucumber water. It was great. And so for the bad, kid number four decided to piss all over the floor of the bathroom right in front of the toilet. Kid four is uh, fully potty trained at this point. We yeah, probably didn't celebrate. I mean, we introduced this podcast a while back, and we were so close. We were just waiting on making it through the night, which she now does most nights. Mm -hmm. But this was during the day. Yep. So then she tried to clean it up herself, and she left wet clumps of toilet paper all over the floor. And then she came and That's got like me. That's like using $20 bills to clean it up at this point. And then I she mean, came this and got me. And she said, Mommy, I peed on the floor, but I cleaned it up. See? And I opened the door and I looked and I was like, oh, this is not clean. This is horrible. Well, then I cleaned it up. Giant spit wads of... Pee. Pee. So piss wads. <laughs> Speaking of which, please don't pee in my office. Right. And speaking of pee, we took kid number three to the doctor just to be sure that he was okay because we thought that he had a kidney infection or a bladder infection or something. Um, but it turns out that wasn't the case. Kid number three is just full of shit. Literally. Literally. We gave him some pears and he is now fine. It all worked out in, in the end. It, yes. Okay. Moving on to food. Breakfast. No breakfast for me. Just coffee. Lunch. I had two leftover taquitos because, really, I can't resist them. Uh, and a bag of Cheetos because it was a bad day with going to the doctor and the pee and the whole thing. I just had had enough and I was like, that's it. I'm ar I've already had taquitos. Might as well have Cheetos to go with them. And trying to go to the pediatrician was a joy oh because, God. like, you called up and he's like, he's not seeing anybody. Like, how is the doctor not seeing anybody? Yeah, the you doctor isn't seeing sick kids. Like, he's, he's trying to triage them through the phone, which is nice. But, like, I'm really happy that my kid wasn't actually ill with something because I don't think we would have gotten in to see him. I think he's only seeing, well, like, well-check 
kids at this point and kids with things like like our kid had, which is not communicable. Thank goodness. Um, and then for dinner, since the kids made their dinner, I made us eggs benedict with poached eggs and a homemade hollandaise sauce and a low-carb mug biscuit. It was so good. I could drink that hollandaise sauce. It's amazing. And then for a workout, I had a 2.8-mile fast-paced walk on the treadmill. How was your day? My day was better than yours. I didn't have to go out to the pediatrician's office. I didn't have to go the whole time fearing, am I going to catch the Rona from a doctor's office? Because let's face it, I mean, of all the no. places we go, for, I mean, we're worried about the grocery store and stuff like that, but that's a facility for people who are ill. Yeah, no, I'm always worried about catching germs when we go to the pediatrician's office. I've gotten very sick with strep throat after visiting the pediatrician's office. Oh, we caught norovirus at the hospital in Virginia when you uh, broke, my ankle. broke your ankle. So of all places to catch it, we either caught it in the ER or we caught it in the hospital cafeteria when I was trying to feed the kids while you were Probably off at caught it in the cafeteria because food. Who knows? Because it can live on surfaces too. It's true. But overall, the day, I thought the day was just, it was just a normal day. It was fine. Breakfast, I had a sausage omelet for breakfast, uh, turkey sausage, cheese, red onion, egg, of course. Lunch, I made a leftovers burrito with, you know, put air quotes around the burrito. Took leftover carnitas uh, with some leftover bell peppers, tossed in just a little bit of mayo to kind of bind it all together. Microwaved a uh, one of those folio cheese wraps to make it crunchy, and then before completely hardened all the way, put the mix in the middle and folded it shut, let it harden up, put a little guacamole on the plate to dip it in, and so really it was kind of like a taquito. Doesn't quite taste like a taquito, though. Whatever, it tasted great. <laughs> but not as great as the eggs benedict we had that night. You made poached eggs with a, oh, the hollandaise sauce is outstanding. All over a low-carb mug biscuit, which by itself really doesn't taste like anything, but it soaks up the hollandaise. It soaks up the, the yolk from the egg. Mm -hmm. Just, oh. And it was great because right before dinner, too, I had gone for a four and three-quarter mile run. So finishing that, getting a quick shower, and then having those eggs, they were just outstanding. And day seven. Today! How yes, was it, Marco? Today. It was all right. I mean, I had to go to the grocery store mm. and not my favorite grocery store to go to. It's one of those grocery stores with departments and everything. And it seems like when you go there, there's always uh, there's always older people who just do not know how to function like the uh, at, a, <laughs> at the store <laughs> with the cart. Like people always wonder, is there a certain age where the driver's license should be taken away? I'm like, forget that. Is there a certain age where the shopping cart should be taken away where you can't you know, you can't drive down the middle of the aisle or now they've got it with directional arrows, which way you're going up or down the aisle. Well, yeah, they can't see that. So they're all over the place. Or oh, let's park our cart sideways, perpendicular to the way the aisle works. It's ugh. So that's normally rough. And then everyone, you got people yelling about social distancing and there's signs up everywhere. Employees are reminding people to wear masks, but you've got a certain percentage who are just absolutely refusing to wear the mask. So, yeah. Uh, Always an adventure, adventures in gro grocery shopping. But got the grocery shopping done, got most of the things I was looking for. They did have toilet paper. Wasn't looking for toilet paper. We're satisfactory level. <laughs> uh, we don't need to be hoarding it, but at the same time, we're not running on empty. They did have to uh, paper towel, which we did need. We haven't seen paper towel for seven weeks. I was amazed when you walked through the door with it today. I was like, holy cow, where did you find that? 
they haven't had it on like the last two trips to Costco. Mm-hmm. And you went earlier this week to the grocery store, and they were rationing out like one little measly tiny roll of paper towel, something we would go through in like a day. Mm-hmm. Limit one per customer. I at least went in. They said limit two per customer, and it was like the pack of twelve rolls. I'm like, yeah, that's what we that, haven't seen in, in seven yeah. weeks. The giant mega packs of paper towel. I, you know, I'm like, I'm like limit two per customer. I'm like seriously, I don't need more than that. But just happy you have one. I would take one of these twelve packs. Exactly, I would have been happy with one. Because they were the big rolls, too. Anyway. You also found yeast. Yes, I did find yeast, which is great because Kid One is going nuts, baking all over. Banana bread, focaccia, pizza dough, everything. We got uh, po' boys, come sandwiches coming up on the menu. And I'm thinking of just telling her, bake a loaf of French bread. I think she should. I think she'll love yeah. it. Yeah, which now we can do because we have yeast. Yeast. Aside from the grocery store and work podcast, Woo-hoo. what we're doing right now. Meals today were not exciting. Uh, protein bar for breakfast. Lunch was what I'm calling a grown-up lunchable roll-up. Again, folio cheese wrap because, hey, they're open. I want to use them up. Inside, I put uh, crisp that up and threw in some Swiss cheese, some Genoa salami, rolled it up, let it harden up, and then kept dipping it in some spicy brown mustard. Dinner. Dinner is one of our favorite ghost, go, ghost to, go-tos as the low-carb biscuits and gravy. That one, the recipe is also up on our website. Mm. Yeah. So good. Crowd favorite. Uh, did the low-carb drop biscuits, so which is just almond flour and coconut flour mixed together along with some other stuff. And then it was sausage gravy. So good. Hit the spot. It's kind of a... Snack heavy day, and I'll get to that in a second because it was a big workout day. Uh, you and I went for uh, a 19 mile actually, it was over 19 mile bike ride today with you. Partway through that bike ride, though, we were riding past Haymarket Tap Room, they had their door open, popped in. You and I picked up to go beers. <laughs> bike beers are awesome beers, they are nice blood orange blonde from Haymarket. Hit the spot, outstanding. We're not sponsored by them. No, nope. we did pay for them. Uh, also, after getting home, uh, I went for a two and a half mile run on the treadmill. But then we had the uh, low carb biscuits and sausage gravy. And then my final snack tonight is my uh, my pink Whitney and seltzer. But for you, Jess, how was day seven? Day seven was good. We had e schooling, and the kids they had a really easy day. Not very many assignments due, so that was good. A couple of kids had to do some video chats, and they had to make some, they're called flip grids, where they, the teacher gives them a topic, and they have to make like a short, I don't know, like 30-second video talking about that topic and showing whatever the assignment was. So it's like a really long Vine or... Yeah, basically, but how not as TikToks? Funny. I'm like too old. I, I don't know about TikToks. I don't really understand it. We're referencing vines. <laughs> how long have those been out of use? Three years. I don't know. Oh. Anyways, uh, kid number three had to make a Mother's Day Flipgrid, and that was very cute. He said they had to draw a picture of what they loved about their mommies the most, and he said, I like when mine makes waffles for me. And he drew a picture of me holding this stack of pancakes that like went all the way up to the top of the page. And it is, it is very cute. So, yeah, I like Aww. that. Yeah. Uh, with kid number two, we actually decided to give him a little independence today. Usually I sit right next to him and I help him with all of his things. 
Uh, we I tend to explain things in great detail to him. This is our kid on the spectrum. Um, and he, he needs a little additional help. But today he said, nope, I can do it on my own. And I said, okay, you want to try that? That's cool with me. So he sat at his laptop and he worked his way through all of his assignments. And it was honestly, it was fantastic. And for those who don't know what the spectrum is? He has autism. And the other two kids, one did, a, she actually had a scavenger hunt with e-schooling today. So she was running all over the house doing that. And then kid number four was deep into the world of Frozen and Moana. And she took a huge nap. Yes. Really nice long nap. That was good. She needs it. She's tired. And she didn't pee on the floor. Hooray! And she didn't pee in her bed overnight. Hooray! Okay, so for food, no breakfast, just coffee. Uh, for lunch, I actually had Top Ramen, shrimp flavored, and I love it. Shrimp, shrimpity shrimp, shrimp. Yeah. I hadn't, we haven't had any in about seven weeks, and I went to the grocery store last week, and I actually found it, and I was super excited about it, and my daughter had some, kid number one had some today, and I was looking at it, and I was like, yeah, that just looks really good. So, I had some. I don't feel bad about it. And then for dinner, like you said, we had the low-carb biscuits with the sausage gravy, and it's just, it's so good. It really is. You guys, if you don't try any other re web recipes if you don't try any other recipes on the website, you have to try this one. It's absolutely delicious. And then snacks for today. I had the Blood Orange Blonde from Haymarket. And then I'm having this painkiller right here. And for workouts, like you said, we went on just over a 19-mile bike ride. It was, it was great. Beautiful. It was a lovely day. We had our masks around our necks, so when we popped into Haymarket, we could pull them up. Yeah. Looked like we were trying to rob the place know, or something. I felt like a bandit. And even with the mask, and even though it was cold, somehow you still managed to get sunburned. I burn incredibly easy. I go outside for five minutes, and I burst into flames. So we were outside for, what, two hours today-ish? Hour and a half? Hour and a half. Very red tomato face tonight. Great fun. All right. So, Marco, you are counting your calories. Yes, I am. But I'm not. So for the week, how'd your calories look? Overall, I came in around 1,700 to 2,000 of calories per day. Uh, didn't go any lower than uh, 1,700. All the days were under 2,000 until today. <laughs> the Pink Whitney pushed me over. But, you know, whatever. I ran, I biked, good enough. So my average is, is actually under 2,000. I'd like to keep the average at 2,000, but yeah, some days under, some days over. Try to not be too far under or too far over. Good enough. Weight is still keeping that down uh, trend. Not every day is down. Not every day is up. But if you kind of draw a line of best fit through the uh, all the points, going down. Hooray! That's great. Clothes are fitting better. Hmm. Pool season's almost here. You got to look good in your bikini. Oh, yeah. That's one my mankini. Mm -hmm. The banana hammock. Please don't get one. No. <laughs> Not to mention, there's so much loose skin and everything, it's not going to look pretty. I'll probably still be breaking out the rash guards and everything, because I'm protecting myself from the sun and keeping all the skin kind of <laughs> just in place. Losing a lot of weight. Uh, yeah, all the other things that go with that. Anywho, that was the week. It wasn't a fantastic week. Nope. It wasn't the world's worst week, although it's probably wasn't... I don't know. It's, it's it was pretty there. bad. Uh, in terms of workout, it was definitely not a stellar week. It was just 
when we threw the dart the dart at the board going, this is the week we're going to do it. These are the seven days. That's what happened. So it's a week in the life. That was us. Before we go, this episode is going to post on Mother's Day. So if you are listening to this episode on Mother's Day and you haven't done so already, this is a quick reminder. Call your mom. Tell her that you love her. And if you're not listening on Mother's Day, call your mother. Tell her that you love her. Yeah, do it anyway. (laughs) They like to hear that. And to you, Jess, happy Mother's Day. Thanks. As for the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast, it's been fun, Jess. Loads of fun. Let's do it again next week. Sounds like a plan. Bye. Bye.